My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal, five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sensed that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. He launched KV Social back in 2013, built basically an agency model up to about 2 million bucks in revenue, then got sick of those margins and sick of that kind of work and said, we've got to go recurring, did a launch about 13 months ago, did 400 grand in launch selling lifetime plans. He's now focused on building a true monthly recurring model. He's got about 500 customers paying 70 bucks a month. They're doing about 35 grand per month there. The problem is churn at 12% logo churn per month. It's too high. He's working on modularizing his platform, which does five things, five very different things. And he's trying to figure out which obviously will perform the best in terms of churn. CAC to LTV is also healthy, spending about 140 bucks to acquire these $70 per month customers with a team of 21. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Neil Napier. He's a charismatic leader of people currently leading a company called KV Social, which we'll dive into today. He empowers people to spread their wings and develop all of their superpowers. He cares about his customers like nobody else and is available for them more than his wife would prefer. He loves to teach and goes the extra mile to enable success. Neil, are you ready to take us to the top? I am indeed. And I think my wife is listening as well. So go ahead. That's good. All right. So tell us about the company. What does KV Social do and and what's your revenue model? How do you make money? Sure. So we started about five years ago and we started by creating software products for social media, hence the name social. And uh, we focused for quite some time on creating software for Facebook as well as YouTube. And initially our revenue, our business was uh, creating new products every few months and bringing them out to market. And it worked quite well for some time, but I found that we exhausted ourselves really quickly. So about a year and a half or so ago, we decided to strategically move more towards recurring business model. And uh, we've been focused on that since. We are working to grow our latest product for Kaivia. And uh, that's been the one thing that we've been developing now for more than a year. So it's definitely something that's uh, different to what we were doing before. So what does that product do? So it allows people to, helps people to build funnels as well as launch membership sites if they want to do email marketing and recruit and manage affiliates all in one platform, essentially. That's a lot. There are huge multi-million dollar companies competing in just one of those sectors. Why are you trying to do it all at once? So, yeah, I mean, we're definitely in what you would call a red ocean. And I think this is more of an accidental discovery for us because we had a lot of different tools 
along with the previous partners that did some of these things. And we found that the best way to offer value to people is to bring them all under one roof, but not just bring them all together, actually make them talk to each other. Because, yeah, there are companies out there doing it, but they are not the tools by themselves are right, but together not smart enough. So we're focused on making these tools talk to each other better so that we can automate a lot of things that people without any technical skills would otherwise find difficult to do. So in, instead of using, you know, a ClickFunnels plus convert kit for email marketing and just using Zapier to connect the two via an API call, you're betting on your solution, which is all just one product, is going to outperform that. Exactly. And I mean, let's add Kajabi and... Uh, you know, any for any solution like first promoter to the mix. So our goal is to kind of provide everything in one place, but with better communication instead of using third party tools. And so what's the average customer paying you per month? So the average customer at the moment, and I was looking at my numbers today before getting on the call uh, per month. It's about $70 or so. Okay. Seven zero. Yeah. Okay. And you, you said earlier you launched this product or you were sort of working at full time about a year ago, but when did you launch the company? So the company, KV Social, launched in 2013, late 13, but the product itself uh, had a soft opening in April last year. So it had been in development for longer, but it had a soft opening in April last year. Okay, and and walk me through kind of what the company did between 2013 and 2017. I mean, you were doing a bunch of different products. Was it one-time sales or recurring or an agency? What was it? Mostly one-time sales. So the way we worked is we would create a product that would be one problem, one solution. So we've been doing that for a while. We had a formula down and we would create a product that would, for example, help you find viral content on Facebook or help you find tags on YouTube videos and so on from your competitors. And uh, again, I mean, the, the whole process worked well between 2013 to 17 and it was very profitable. It was good for cash flow. But it wasn't an exitable business, which is why we wanted to move away from that model. So what did you grow that to? In the best year, what did that model do in revenue? Two million in Two revenue. Mi- okay, got it. And how many people were you? Uh, so at peak, uh, when that model was still active, we had about 18 or so people. Okay, and now update. You go for the transformation. You're now only focused on recurring higher margin products. What are you at today in terms of team? So in terms of team size, we're actually up to 21 now, a little okay. bit higher. And have you bootstrapped this or raised capital? It's absolutely bootstrapped. I love, I love it. Doesn't it feel good to be bootstrapped? It really does. I mean, no one to tell you what to do, when to do. Yeah, definitely. Did you did you come from a startup prior to this that had a race capital? Like, do you know what the other side looks like? I have no idea at all. I mean, I've read stories, but that's that's the best I know. Got it. All right. And what have you scaled to today in terms of uh, how many customers are using this new product? So when we opened it back in April, we had a lot of uh, lifetime customers joining as well because we wanted to make sure we give people an early deal. And we recently also had an AppSumo launch. So we're sitting at close to 6,000 overall customers at the moment. And we have about 500 recurring customers or so right now. All, you know, some are paying more, some are paying less. Got it. So so basically, five. if, if I take the 500 times that $70 uh, price point you gave me earlier, they're all paying that. But then you've got another 5,500 that are kind of lifetime people. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So 500 times 70 is about 35 grand a month. Is that basically where you are right now? It changes month to month. But I mean, I think for the last, because we're in a red ocean market and recently another competitive tool came out. So we do see a churn when something like that happens, a churn which is higher than usual. But as long as we keep on growing consistently, I think we're all right. What is your churn? So churn at the moment is rather high. I mean, it's up to 12% every month, month after month. And so, I mean, that is basically what you were doing earlier, which is a, a one-time sale. It's just they're paying you for that one-time sale over eight months instead of paying it all up front. Why not just do a one-time payment 
uh, if you know they're only going to stay with you for eight months, why not just do a one-time payment up front, which is equal to 70 bucks times eight months? I mean, we have considered that in our onboarding process, we try to get people onto the yearly uh, price instead. Uh, but we just feel on principle, we don't want to get committed to lifetime, especially if you want to exit out of the business, because we think that at that point, anyone would have an objection to people who who have they have commitment to for the rest of product's life. Yeah, but Neil, you did an AppSumo launch. The, the only reason AppSumo does well is because they get monthly recurring business models to do a lifetime deal, right? So you have 5,500 people that have bought lifetime. So you're already stuck. Uh, we are, but I mean, we're working on upselling these customers to monthly, yearly, as well as much as we can. And we're also turning them into brand, brand evangelists. So we just ran a campaign to get them to promote Kaiview as well. I mean, if they like enough, of course, and many did. So that's the goal as well. With AppSumo, it was never really about the money. It was about uh, branding because we also, in November, changed our name from InstaSuite to Kaiview. So we wanted to make sure that our brand name gets out there as well. Yeah, but but you you I mean you know JCPenney is famous for putting out deals, right? And they're known as a deal brand. So no one ever buys anything at full price; they just wait for the next deal. I mean, you essentially created the worst deal possible by selling a one-time lifetime product, and you're now stuck into basically doing that. I mean, have you had meaningful success upselling those folks in the monthly plans? We have, yes, absolutely. I mean, that as well as as I mentioned, turning them into affiliates and brand evangelists. So. Using them, working with them to generate case studies, making sure our customers have the best experience. So that's something we're working on as well. Mm-hmm. And what percentage of people that sign up via AppSumo have you converted or upsold to a monthly plan? I don't have the stat, but we recently ran a campaign where we had about, I think, 40 more customers that signed up from that list. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just one campaign that we run. So it's not a big number for sure. Okay. And then going back to product, I mean, look, 12% churn tells me you don't have product market fit. I mean, have you considered getting more focused, only only attacking one of these things versus doing everything? Yeah. I mean, so this is kind of the problem that we fell into when we, as I mentioned, got into the product because our goal was to do this in its entirety. But because we're in the red ocean, we feel that people tend to move from one product to the other really quickly. And many people that come in, they feel that they don't want the whole thing. They want just one thing. So something that we are working towards now is modularization within our platform so that each one application can exist without the other and can still be sellable without the other. So that's absolutely been the goal. And I mean, also in terms of the actual market that we go towards, we're talking to people to see who is using the application in what way. And then we are focusing our are marketing both organic and paid traffic to targeting those kind of users with those specific use cases. Yeah, but why, why not? I mean, even if you split and modulize into five separate things, right? You've got 21 people on your team. So that's four person per product, right? The Kajabi team alone, which is maybe what your membership site would compete with, it has way more than that many people working on it full time. And it's all they care about. I mean, you're still going to get your churn's still going to be high across the entire product base unless you go all in on one thing. Do you agree? I do agree, but I do think that strategically it would be tough to do that now, especially because we're committed to providing support across all these four things. So again, there's the problem with uh, startups that bootstrap and you know go all in and give people lifetime licenses. We do have a sense of commitment to them, and I think unless we find that one module really stands head and shoulders above the others, we wouldn't feel compelled to strip the others out. So you're just going to keep hustling and killing yourself and turn it, being happy with 12% churn every month because you've sold 5,500 people in a lifetime and you're going to serve them the rest of your life, even if it sucks from a business perspective. I think, again, modularization will give that answer. I think it'd be hard to commit to doing one specific module at this stage. We will have to modularize and see which fits the greatest market demand and then go with the flow there. 
Interesting. All right. Very good. What about, um, talk to me about CAC. So obviously you mentioned AppSumo, but the customers you're getting that are not via AppSumo, what are you paying to acquire them on average? So right now, our key focus is still on development. We're not spending enough on marketing at this stage. So about 20% of our monthly cost is going towards uh, marketing efforts, or I would say design efforts as well, because that supports the marketing. So we've got about approximately, I would say, four or $5,000 a month or so going towards that. So not, you know, considering my time, that gives us about, 100, 150 new trials a month in, in a bad month and a couple of hundred in a good month. So, yeah. Okay, so, so, so call it 100 trials, new trials. How many of the trials convert to a paid customer though? So we have about 35% at the moment converting to paid customer for the first time. Okay, got it. So call it on 100 new trials, you'll get, you, wait, you said 3.5 or 35? 35. 35, okay. So 100 new trials, you get 35 new customers and it costs you five grand to get those. So, I mean, you can kind of back into a CAC calculation from sure. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're quite right. So, so that, 140 bucks. Yeah. Yep. And then you, and obviously if you're, if they're paying 70 bucks per month, it takes you two months to get that back. So, so healthy, healthy CAC there. I mean, the biggest thing is the churn. I mean, why are people churning? Um, I think what we've found, and again, we're quite, you know, we just started doing the trials early on from January. And what we've found is most of the time it's the cards getting declined because of do not honor. And I don't know, maybe because we're based out of Hong Kong and the the customers in the US or Latin America, it's probably that. We don't get, funnily enough, we don't get a lot of people telling us that they want to churn, they want to cancel. It usually just happens because the credit cards get declined or something. And we try and follow up, but I guess our onboarding isn't strong enough that people are committed enough to continue using our platform. So we don't get that response from people if they do accidentally churn out as well. Yeah, I mean, average churn in a space like this at this price point should be somewhere like around, call it between like two and 5% per month. And usually 60 to 70% of that churn is credit card failure uh, at this kind of price point. Um, I mean, do you know what you have to get users to do in the first week when they join your platform to make sure they get sticky? Um, I think, so we're focusing on uh, onboarding them better now than we used to. So at the moment we have automation emails going out, but we also... Uh, trying to have automation placed inside of the tool itself. So we'll do like a mini survey asking them exactly how they intend to use the tool and get them to the result uh, really quickly. How? Uh, so our goal is what we're working on now is asking them, first of all, what it is they do. And then based on that, you know, asking them another question that is, what is it, you know, why did they get Kaivu in the first place? What do they get to int- uh, intend to get out of it? Which would be one of four options. And then based on those four options, showing them how can they get to the results fastest. But but my my point is, though, like, do you know, for example, Facebook knew when they launched, they had to get people to add seven friends in the first seven days. And their chances of sticking after they do that is really high. What you're telling me is you're not quite sure what it is they want. So you ask them a question, which is what they want. And then based off all the potential question variants, you then, I guess, manually email them and try and make them sticky. I mean, do you know that you've got to get them to install the membership plugin in their site and upload their first, you know, lesson video in, in your Kajabi competitor for them to be sticky. So I think as you quite rightly pointed out, because we have multiple things, people might use Kaivu for different things. And so, no, we don't have, we don't know one critical success factor that they need one win that they need to continue using the tool. And that's still something we're figuring out. I mean, in the recurring world, we're still relatively new and it's still a quite a new product compared to others out there. All right. Very good. Uh, last question here. What are you going at year over year? I'm sorry. What are you growing at year over year? So you're doing 35 grand a month today. What were you doing 12 months ago? So 12 months ago, I mean, that is when we actually just opened up. So it's hard to really compete because we didn't have a monthly plan then. But 
back when we opened up, opened up, we did about 400,000 in sales. Over what time period? It was in seven days. Okay. But that, that, what was that? The AppSumo deal? No, it wasn't the AppSumo deal. It was a marketplace that we're in. So, I mean, we had a lot of affiliates who promoted the product. Um, We reached out to them. We set up a public launch and as an opening and that one did about 400,000. Okay. And, but were they selling these monthly plans? No, some came in on monthly, but mostly, as I mentioned, were on lifetime. So out of that 400, about, you know, 300,000 was, I think, lifetime. And we've had some more recurring yearly coming in just in April now. And you're you're paying affiliates, what, 50%? Uh, No, 40%. 40%. Okay, so call it, call it, you know, 170-ish of that 400 taken off the top right away. Sure. Yeah, okay. that's right. Okay, good. But then after that is when you really started scaling the, the the monthly recurring stuff. So between now and then over the past 12 months, you've grown up to about 35 grand per month. Yeah. All right. Very good. Neil, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Uh, first question here. What is your favorite business book? Um, I actually like the one called Power of Negotiations. I mean, I like to negotiate. So I think for me, that one really stands out. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, I really like Elon Musk, but I think in terms of what he's doing, what I'm doing, we're quite far apart, but it's still good to see his journey. Number three, is there a favorite online tool that you use to build a business besides your own? Uh, Asana. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I get six and a half. I'm happy that's, with that. I was going to say that's pretty healthy. All right, good. And what's your situation? Yeah. Married, single, you have kids? Uh, married, expecting a kid in October. Ah, very good. All right. So married, a little kid on the way. And how old are you? I'm 32. 32. All right. Last question, Neil. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, I wish I could push him into entrepreneurship, you know, working for himself sooner. Work for yourself sooner. There you guys have it. He launched KB Social back in 2013, built basically an agency model up to about $2 million bucks in revenue, then got sick of those margins and sick of that kind of work and said, we've got to go recurring. Did a launch about 13 months ago, did 400 grand and launch selling lifetime plans. He's now focused on building a true monthly recurring model. He's got about 500 customers paying 70 bucks a month. They're doing about 35 grand per month there. The problem is churn at 12% logo churn per month. It's too high. He's working on modularizing his platform, which does five things, five very different things. And he's trying to figure out which obviously will perform the best in terms of churn. CAC to LTV is also healthy, spending about 140 bucks to acquire these $70 per month customers with a team of 21. Neil, thank you for taking us to the top. I appreciate that, Nathan. Thanks.